Save big money and transform your home with new appliances now at Menards. We offer the lowest prices and the largest in-stock appliance selection ready to take home today. Check out top appliance brands, including KitchenAid, Maytag, Whirlpool, Amana, and Criterion. Upgrade your home and save big money on new appliances at Menards. Shop our entire selection of appliance options online today at Menards.com. Save big money at Menards. Welcome to the Disney Wedding Podcast, brought to you by Passporter's Disney Weddings and Honeymoons, the only guidebook and bridal organizer tailored exclusively to Disney's fairy tale weddings. I'm your host, Carrie Hayward. Each week I feature a different aspect of Disney weddings, from the latest news, information, and money-saving tips, to interviews with wedding vendors and real Disney brides and grooms. I also cover honeymoons, anniversaries, and engagements at the Disney parks and resorts. Join me now as the Disney Wedding Podcast celebrates romance at Disney destinations worldwide. Today on the Disney Wedding Podcast, I am speaking with Allison Gutowski, who is the daughter of last week's guest, Janice Grabmiller. And I thought it'd be interesting to get both sides of their stories because Janice was an integral part of the planning process of Allie's wedding, and they seem to work really well together as a mother-daughter team. And I thought it would be interesting to hear, you know, how that went, if they had any disagreements, how they got through those, and maybe get some tips for brides and their moms who are working together or maybe not working together to plan a Disney wedding. So welcome, Allison. Thank you. Hi. Thanks so much for being here. My first question is always, what made you choose a Disney wedding? Well, there were several reasons why we chose to do a Disney wedding. The first one being that Keith and I both discovered on our second date that we were both huge Disney fans. It was sharing a lot about each other and somehow Disney got thrown in there and it was one of those no way you two kind of things where we just couldn't believe that we were both so crazy about Disney. And so we shared a lot on that second date about, you know, how I grew up going with my family and he grew up going with his family. So on our second date, we really swapped a lot of stories about Disney and our favorite, everything from our favorite rides to our favorite restaurants and our favorite hotels. And that really played a big part in our relationship. Then we took, we took a lot of trips, um, well, not a lot, but a good amount of trips over the past few years since we started dating to Disney World. And we created a lot of memories there together that would make us kind of want to get married there. The other big reason, for me at least, why I wanted to get married in Disney World, like I said, I grew up going there with my family, and my grandma was a big part of that. She, we were very close, and she, she took all of us as kids. So for me, I really wanted, the last time I saw her before she passed away was actually in Disney World in 2009. And so for me, it was really important to feel like she was there with me on my wedding day. And I know she would have been with me no matter where I got married, but just to be able to, you know, be getting ready in Disney World and getting pictures in the Grand Floridian and being able to picture her in my head sitting in the lobby listening to the band or the piano, you know, it, it was it was more of an emotional thing. So that was a big, that played a big role in, in why I wanted to get married there. And then the other big reason why is because Keith's family is from Delaware, mine's from Kansas City, and we live in Michigan. So... We knew both sides of the family would be traveling anyway, and we figured, why not make it someplace everyone would want to go? So that really played a big part in it. Oh, that's wonderful. 
I'm kind of choked up here. That's a really sweet story about your grandma. Um, Thanks. <laughs> um, I got kind of choked up talking. I know. I know. No, that's really wonderful. It's neat. I wish that I had ever gotten to go to either Disney Park with my grandparents, but we weren't like I came to it a lot later in my life. And so although mm-hmm. my family went like once, we don't have that family bond. Like I, I'm so jealous of families where they grew up going together and the parents already love Disney and they know about it. And so, yeah, it's it, well. All the more reason when you know when you have a family, you can start that with the with the next generation. Yeah, <laughs> definitely. So, okay. So your mom talked about how it was a little bit out of the blue for her when you guys told them that you were getting married at Disney World. How did the rest of the family react? The rest of the family, they. I mean, like I said, I grew up going with my family, and honestly, it it wasn't just my immediate family and my grandma. It was my cousins and my aunts and uncles. They all took their kids when we were all little, and Keith's family too. He would go with his aunts and his cousins, and so really, they were all really excited. And for them, it was just another excuse to go to Disney World this year because they all go way more than we do. They were just really excited about it, and my friends were really excited too. They all kind of said like. Oh, Allie, that's so you, which is I was surprised by. But they, you know, everyone was pretty much on board. So it made things that much easier with the, the decision to get married down there. That's great. How many guests ended up coming? Originally, it was 92. But a week before the wedding, one couple backed out due to health reasons. So including Keith and I, there were 90 people at the wedding. Okay. It's still pretty large by Disney standards, it seems. Yeah, it is a little bit. We, I mean, a lot of that was also children. We have a both big families, and I have a lot of kids on my side of the family. So a lot of it was kids, but including children and adults, it was 90. So That's cool. Which locations did you use, and how did you pick them? We chose the Wedding Pavilion and St. Augustine Ballroom at the Grand Floridian because we both really love the Wedding Pavilion. You know, it's absolutely beautiful on the inside and on the outside. I love the stained glass windows. I love how that beautiful window kind of you know, has the background up on the altar, the background of the Cinderella's castle right there. I think that's absolutely beautiful. So that was a big reason why we chose the wedding pavilion. And it was so close to our reception location as far as guests getting to and from. It was just really convenient. And the other reason why we chose the reception location of St. Augustine Ballroom for the size of people, it was a good size room. But as far as it being the Grand Floridian, like I said, I was really close to my grandma and when getting ready and when getting all of our pictures taken, I really want most of it to be right there at the Grand Floridian and have those feelings that she's there with us. So that's a big reason why we chose to do Grand Floridian and the Wedding Floridian. That's great. Now, I like to ask about whether you had any Disney touches or a theme. I'm also interested to know if you did any kind of a tribute to your grandma. We did. I guess I'll start with my grandma. We had a memory candle on the altar and it said, we know you would be here today if heaven weren't so far away. And that was really for, for all of the grandparents. All of Keith's grandparents have passed away, and three of mine have. So that was for all of them. So that was a nice tribute to them. And then at our reception, my grandma's chocolate chip cookies were famous in our family. And as kids, all of us cousins, as soon as we got to grandma's house, we'd rush right to the cookie tin and start eating her chocolate chip cookies, and they'd be gone by the end <laughs> of the night. So at our at our reception, we actually gave Disney the recipe of my grandma's cookies, and we had a little cookie table with her cookies set, set there at our reception to kind of include her with it. And we brought over the sign that we had at the ceremony. So that was something that we did to include my grandma. And in my bouquet, I also had pictures of all my grandparents. I had the little tags on, on my bouquet. And as far as our theme and including Disney touches, we did have a few Disney, like, subtle touches. We had Mickey and Minnie at our reception, which was a lot of fun. 
we had on the back of our programs, we made our own programs, our own menu cards, and our invitations. So, but on the back of our programs, we had a little Mickey head silhouette at the bottom of the program. That was a little Disney touch. And then at the reception, our table numbers, we had regular table numbers numbered like from one to eight, but at the bottom of the actual number in a frame, we had like a different Disney quote. So there was everything from a dream is what your heart makes to a Walt Disney quote, different Disney quotes, but, you know, Ohana means family, things like that at the tables. And then outside of the reception where the seating assignments actually were was a table set up with the seating assignments. And then there was also a sign with a picture of Mickey in it. And it said to all who come to this happy place, welcome, which is of course, Walt Disney, what he said the day that Disneyland opened. And then we also on that same table, we had pictures of Keith and I growing up going to Disney World with our families. And we had pictures of us going to Disney World together, like riding Slash Mountain and everything. So those are the little Disney touches that we had in the wedding. So other than the little Disney touches that we had, my original theme was kind of, I wanted it to be kind of vintage glamour and romantic. And as time went on, I think I stuck to those things, but I mainly really just, I had a vision of how I wanted the room to look and how I wanted to look. And I really wanted it to be a great party for our family and friends. That's cool. And you worked with an outside florist to achieve that. Is that right? We did. We used Lee Forest Designs, and they were incredible. They, As soon as I got on the phone with them, they knew exactly what I was talking about, and they sent me pictures of a recent wedding they did, and they said that they could, you know, customize it for more of what I was doing. But in general, the floral, it was it was out of a fairy tale. When I walked into that room for the first time, it was breathtakingly beautiful. And my my floral that I carried with me and my bridesmaids all had, it was just incredible. I was I could not have been happier with, with that choice. That's great. So it sounds like floral was a pretty important aspect to you. Were there other really important aspects that you focused on or other aspects that you didn't focus on at all because it was a way to save time or money? Well, definitely I know. I, I mean, I think I'm probably one of, you know, a small group of people where I did not want to cut back on floral. I was really a bit, it did play a big part. So as far as the budget goes with that, I didn't, I tried not to cut back there and we originally were planning on going with Disney for floral and everything that Elizabeth had done was beautiful and she knew exactly what I wanted also, but Disney does charge more for floral. So when we got the BEO back, we decided that was how we were going to kind of cut down the cost with floral was to try and see what outside vendors could do with what I envisioned for the wedding and see how the prices compared. And it really, I could do something just like what I had wanted to do with Disney, but with an outside vendor. It did. It saved us a good amount of money. And using outside vendors for, you know, photography and videography, all of those things helped to save money. And, you know, I cut down in other places. Like, I, I didn't do the horse and carriage, which I wish I could have done. But we used, we did do the 48 Cadillac, which was also awesome because I come from the Motor City and we're a big car family. My dad worked for GM and he retired after 38 years last spring. So that was really cool to do. I mean, we still spent money on on transportation, but we cut down from the horse and carriage. And I really wanted to do the aisle runner with our name on it. But as far as budget, I really didn't want to cut down on my florals to get an aisle runner with my name on it, which I think my husband said, I don't know what we're going to do with that when we're done, Allie. <laughs> so, um, so that didn't really end up happening. So, But we did. We, we tried to really compare before we made like those hard decisions because we found out with Disney, you know, you can always, there's a certain point where, you, you know, you can decide to go with an outside vendor once you see what the cost of a BEO is. Right, right. 
Now, you and your mom worked really closely on the wedding. Were there certain areas that you and she disagreed on? And how did you resolve those? Well, I mean, there were. I think when you're planning something that you've been dreaming of your whole entire life, and my mom in this case had also been dreaming of my wedding day her entire life, <laughs> well, she had me. Uh, you know, I think there's bound to be sometimes when you bump heads. But we really didn't have too many, like, big agreements. I mean, we did have a disagreement over people on the guest list. And then my main disagreement, I think, that we had was actually probably about a week or so, maybe two weeks before the wedding, we had had this conversation. And my husband's family were the ones that were doing the rehearsal dinner at the Brown Derby. And we decided that because they were being so generous with that, they were paying for food and alcohol for all that. And they also paid for alcohol for the wedding. We felt really bad imposing and having all of this extra family. We had a lot of, well, a lot of my cousin's kids in the weddings as flower girls and ring bearers. And so we decided, you know, maybe it would be the right thing to do would be to tell them, you know, go with your kids, go ride some rides, you know, have dinner with the rest of our side of the family and we'll do this. We'll do the rehearsal dinner. So I was fine with that decision, but I also had one of my bridesmaids as a cousin of mine and we're, we grew up pretty close, but there is a little bit of an age difference. She's in her early 20s and I'm in my late 20s. And we grew up separately, but we've always been very close. I've always thought of her as like a little sister. So what ended up happening was my mom told my my aunt, my cousin's mom, that it wasn't necessary. If she didn't feel like coming to the rehearsal dinner, she didn't have to come. And, of course, it was my cousin's decision to make, and she chose not to come. But it bothered me that my mom took it upon herself <laughs> to tell my bridesmaid, basically, that she didn't have to come to something that when I asked her to be in the wedding, she probably knew there are certain responsibilities that you have as a bridesmaid. And I was really relaxed with everything. I really didn't expect too much for my bridesmaids to do too much. So as far as that goes, I just wanted her to be at the rehearsal dinner. And she came to the rehearsal, and that was fine. But that was something that really bothered me. And, of course, I couldn't then go to her and say and start an argument or make her feel uncomfortable because I didn't want to make her feel uncomfortable. So I, it wasn't, I didn't address it with my cousin. But as far as my mom goes, you know, I let her know. That's pretty much how it was resolved, too, was just talking to my mom about it and telling her in a calm, respectful way that it wasn't her place to, to tell my cousin that she didn't have to come. And she, my mom acknowledged that it wasn't her place to tell my cousin not to come and she apologized and she said she would not do something like that again. And honestly, for me, it was enough that she just acknowledged it really because I, I couldn't fix it. It was done and I wasn't going to let it get me down. And I knew my mom felt bad about it. So at the end of the day, that was enough for me. Right, right. Well, and it sounds like other than that, I mean, you guys worked so well together and you right. both sound like you're able to approach these differences in such a way that you, everybody comes away with a good feeling and, you know, you resolve it pretty easily. So if that was the only yeah. thing, it sounds like you did pretty well. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I think we did do pretty well. I mean, I, I think it helps that I've probably been talking about my wedding day since I was like five. So <laughs> there was lots of time there for us to communicate on that one. Uh, okay. So this, you've been talking about it since you're five. What ended up being your favorite memory of your wedding day? Can I say three of them? Because they're really, I, it's, I can't, I don't know if I can narrow it down. Okay, I'll, I will allow that. <laughs> okay, um, I'd say my, my top three favorite memories for the wedding day were definitely when, I, when my dad saw me for the first time. He 
is a very emotional kind of a guy. And he had seen me in my dress prior to that. He, I, I wanted him to come to one of the fittings just because I wanted to see how he'd react. And he didn't give me those reactions when he saw me at the fittings, but when he saw me on the wedding day, he, he really did lose it a little bit. And then I lost it completely. Oh. <laughs> and there's actually, there's a picture that our photographer took and it's this beautiful picture and it's me and my dad kind of crying. And then in the background, you can see my mom crying too. And it was just, it was the reaction that I think as a daughter you hope for from, from your parents on your wedding day. And it's a moment I'll cherish forever. Oh. So there's that. <laughs> and then my, one of my other favorite moments was, was when Keith saw me for the first time. I really debated on having a first look or having him see me for the first time when I walked down the aisle, but I'm really happy I went with the first look. And I decided to try and incorporate that whole feeling of my dad walking me down the aisle. We, Keith and I decided to meet on the second floor of the Grand Floridian, kind of by the band and, and the bar area, kind of, because we had, we had previously visited and we had a, a really nice evening and we kind of stood there for a while listening to the band. So that's why we chose that location. But I had my dad walk me part way to him oh. um, and then stop kind of by the stairs in the elevator area. And then I walked the rest of the way by myself um, so Keith and I could have our private moment. And that was incredible. Keith is not a very emotional guy. And he did tear up and he got emotional a little bit. And he just said and reacted the perfect way, the way that you'd, you know, you'd want your husband to react on your wedding day. And I did not expect it from him, which probably is what made it so amazing. But it was just, it was a really great moment that we shared together before the wedding. And it honestly took all of my wedding stress away oh. was that, that moment with him. And it was also a lot of fun too, because I didn't realize at the time my bridesmaids had walked around to the other side of like the balcony area. And so when, when they saw us kind of have a little moment and kiss there, all, they all of a sudden started cheering and I could see them on the other side of the lobby. <laughs> so it was, it was really cool. Yeah. So that's that one. And then my third favorite moment was the vows. Like I said, I have been picturing my wedding since I was little. And as a kid, I would play dress up and I would play house and I'd pretend that I was getting married. And I'd say those vows that you always hear on TV to like stuffed animals or to friends and act out my future wedding. So when it came time for the vows, I actually, I think I was in, a, I was a little bit shocked that it was really happening. And it was just this weird feeling of like, this is really happening and he's really going to be my husband. And it was really emotional for me because I pictured it in my head. And, you know, as a woman, there are times when you doubt that it's ever going to happen and that anyone will ever love you that much. But he, you know, and hearing him say the words back to me, very emotional and surreal and beautiful. And I'd say the vows were definitely one of my top, definitely favorite moments of the day. That's wonderful. Now, it sounds like it was a pretty charmed day. Was there anything that went wrong or just didn't turn out like you expected? Yeah, there there was. And I am actually very hesitant to talk about it um, because I do acknowledge that even though it was my, quote, day, that definitely doesn't mean that other people don't have a lot going on in their lives. And I know that I need to be understanding of that. And I really, really hope that talking about this doesn't make any anyone second guess their decisions of, of vendors that they've decided to use because the quality of the product that was returned to me was absolutely 100% incredible. And I cannot say enough about the quality of how good both my husband and I look in product. <laughs> but the biggest thing that went wrong 
caused both me and Keith a lot of additional stress on the day of. I mean, it all went away once we saw each other, but the hours leading up to that were mixed with some stress due to lack of communication. I, I really wanted to have photos in the Grand Floridian lobby, my bridesmaids and my bridal party, and I wanted to have pictures by the, by the piano, and I wanted that gorgeous lobby behind us. I wanted to make sure that my family pictures included my sister-in-law, who was also my maid of honor, and I also wanted pictures, the family pictures to include my niece, who was six months old at the time. And I really wanted some pictures of just me and my flower girls and ring bears. I remember when I was a kid, I'd go through my parents' wedding album, and I remember seeing pictures of my mom with my cousins who were her ring bears and her flower girls at the time. And I just, I don't know, it was something I always pictured myself doing. And we do have pictures of me with me and Keith, my husband, with our, our, our flower girls and our ring bears. We do have a couple pictures of that. And there are pictures of me with my niece, who is also one of my flower girls, but there wasn't any of, you know, me getting ready and my flower girls being there. You know, that was disappointing. So what ended up happening was that as soon as I left the room that I was getting ready in with my bridesmaids and my mom, we walked right out to the lobby of the villa that we were staying in. And that's where I had my first look with my dad. And that was, you know, they got a lot of unbelievably beautiful emotional photos of that. And they had gotten pictures of me reading my letter from Keith. And they got a lot of great candid photos. And they also got some photos of me with my bridesmaids, like one posed shot. They got that too. But after that, I kind of felt this feeling of like, well, let's get going. I want to get over the Grand Floridian lobby. And I felt like, I mean, I had no concept of time, honestly, on the wedding day. I thought I would, but the day really did go by pretty fast. But there was this period of time where I felt like we were wasting time. And I didn't know what was going on. And then once I finally did see Keith and talk to him, he said that he was waiting around in the lobby of the Grand Floridian for probably about an hour or so, mm. not doing a whole lot. And, and that I, I still, I mean, I find frustrating. He found it frustrating. And he did get photos in the lobby with his groomsmen by the window. And he did get pictures on the staircase with his family. And, you know, when we finally did meet up, and the Grand Floridian, I did get photos on the Grand Staircase, and I got them on the monorail, and I got them with the chandelier, but it all felt really rushed. And that was frustrating at the time because I knew that we had been waiting around in the lobby of the Grand Floridian Villa, but I was really hoping to get some more pictures in the lobby of the Grand Floridian. So that was really a big frustration for both Keith and I on the day of was that we kind of stood around for a while, not really sure what was going on, and then it felt rushed. But honestly, though, when I look back on it and I see the photos that I got, it was really resolved when I got the photos back. The quality of the photos that I have from my wedding day completely outweighs the frustration on the day of. I mean, the photos are incredible, and I could not be happier with them. The quality, everything, they're beautiful photos. I mean, even if I wasn't in them, they'd be beautiful photos. <laughs> and they made both Keith and I look so good. I mean, everyone's self-conscious about certain things. And I definitely, you know, as a, as a woman, I have body image issues and they posed me in a way where I didn't know I could look so skinny in a photo. <laughs> so, I mean, they really know what they're doing, but that was really the only thing that kind of didn't go the way that I was hoping for. But again, the photos were incredible. And at the end of the day, I was paying for a product and I got that product and it turned out to be better than I imagined. So That's good. Yeah. And maybe it's just instructive to other brides that if you do have that feeling like you're treading water or things are not going as you expected to feel free to speak to your photographer about that. Mm -hmm. 
Yes. Okay, now was there any aspect of the wedding that seemed like a big deal beforehand, but then it turned out not to be? I tried really hard not to stress about things that I knew I had no control over, which was, you know, it was hard to do, but as the days lead up to it, you obviously get different things that you stress about. But I really stressed mostly over things like looking fat in pictures or my dress not zipping or forgetting something in Michigan that I knew I would need on my wedding day. And honestly, though, as these things were coming along, they were a very big deal to me if they happened. But as they came at me, you know, when I got in my wedding dress and it zipped, I felt so much better. And when I realized I didn't forget anything in Michigan, I felt a lot better. And then obviously when we got our photos back, I was so relieved because they do know how to pose you and in a way that is flattering to you. That really helped out. That's great. Now, going back to the fact that you and your mom worked so closely and so well together on planning this wedding, do you have any tips for brides who might be having a difference of opinion with their own mothers during wedding planning? I would say just let them voice their opinion. At the end of the day, that's all any of us really want is to be heard. So I'd say let them voice their opinion, listen to their opinion, and then, you know, give your own opinion in a respectful way. I mean, I'm lucky that my mom and I get along really well, so our communication is better due to there being so much of it. Um, But, I mean, always remember to keep calm when it comes to talking with your mom about anything. You can choose to take her opinion or not take it, but I definitely would recommend always listening to it. We all have moments where we get frustrated and we lose our temper, but swallow your pride and apologize for your part in it. And calmly remind her in a respectful way that your wedding is about you, the bride, and your future husband. And as much as you want your family and friends to be a part of the celebration of your commitment to each other, and you want them to all have a good time, the day is really only about the two of you. And everyone else is just icing on the cake. They're a bonus. And yes, you are bringing two families together, and you want it to be about that too. But as of your wedding day, it's your job to put your marriage first. And it's in the best interest for you to compromise with your husband and come to something of an agreement with him about your wedding day. And that kind of ranges a little bit higher than putting your mother first when it comes to that. But I definitely would recommend to brides to just try to be calm and remember that your mom really just wants the best for you and just be respectful. Listen to what she has to say. And if you disagree with it, wait. I can't stress this enough. Wait to think about what you're going to say before you say it because sometimes things come out wrong and you can end up hurting their feelings when you really don't want to. So I'd say wait and then voice your opinion in a calm and respectful way. If all else fails, try to find a compromise. That's great. Yeah, this is great advice. So is there any place online where my listeners can go to read about or see photos of your day? I'm really, I'm not, I don't have a whole lot going on on social media other than I'm a part of the Disney Brides Facebook group, the DIS Brides, and I do have a lot of pictures on there. I have a full wedding photo album where I think I'm even slowly adding more pictures every now and then just because I want to help out other brides that are planning, and it's under Grad Miller Gutowski, November 9th, 2013, and I have a lot of pictures in there, and I put a lot of prices next to the pictures for how much things cost and where I got them from just to try and help plan because I remember when I was planning, I'm a very visual person, and when I would see people's BEOs, which was really helpful, but at the same time because I'm so visual and I'd see, oh, that's way affordable, then you'd find out that it's not exactly what you had pictured or you think, oh, that's way too expensive. I can't do that. So I, I thought it'd be really helpful to put prices next to some of the pictures. So that's really the main place that I'm kind of involved with right now to hear about my wedding day. 
I also posted the trailer to our wedding video. We used a company called Voila Cinematic in Orlando, and they were incredible. And I'm actually waiting right now to get the digital copy of our full-length film. I should be getting it within the next week or two, and I hopefully will add it to the Disney Brides Facebook group too. All right. Well, Allison, thank you so much for sharing the story of your day. I think you've offered a lot of great tips on planning a Disney wedding in general, and especially on how to work with your mom if you two are closely working, or maybe if you're not closely working on your wedding. So thanks so much for sharing your story. Thank you so much for letting me share my story. (laughs) That's our show for today. If you enjoyed it, be sure to rate the Disney Wedding Podcast on iTunes so that others will find it. You can also send your comments, questions, and suggestions to info at DisneyWeddingPodcast.com. Past shows are available in iTunes and on the show's website. And for instant answers to all your Disney's Fairy Tale Weddings questions, check out Passporter's Disney Weddings and Honeymoons Guide, available as an interactive ebook with continual free updates at Passporter.com weddings.asp or in print at Passporter.com and Amazon.com. 